There's a little bit of an intimate group, so I'm just going to share, share some thoughts. So, Adam um, Akshava, during Kabbalah Shabbos, we have the Chodoides, so we start talking about Shabbos, then we go, we talk about Mikdash, Binyan Mikdash, we go back to Shabbos. One of the understandings is obviously that Shabbos is, is, is a Mikdash and Zman, so certain things that we've lost through the Mikdash and Malkam, we were able to recapture through the Mikdash and Zman. And that should be a schus, that should bring the, the, the big Mikdash and Malkam back. Because Shabbos, Hirsch talked about this idea, I'll just talk about this idea that Shabbos is a Mikdash and Zman, so it has elements of Mikdash. There's no reason that Mikdash should be Mikdash, Binyan Mikdash should be Doichel Shabbos. That being said, a Kravos Korban is Doichel Shabbos. So, so it means the element which a Kravos Korban adds to that Shabbos is not able to give what, what a Kravos Korban adds. That was the regular I had during the Chodari two weeks ago. So we start out talking about Shabbos, and we say, okay, but we want Mikdash. There's something still missing. There's something still missing. Shabbos is not like this, this panacea of solving all our problems. In Shabbos, we, we don't miss the Mikdash. We still miss the Mikdash. But the Kura Mikdash that we miss is, is, is Karbonus. So for us, the Kura Karbonus are difficult to understand. We don't really relate to the concept of we know it's a lochah, it's a mitzvah, etc. But that a person saying, I'm, I'm, I'm pining for the, for the, for the Karbonus, um, I, I sit in Tishlub and I cry because I don't have Karbonus. Uh, extraordinary person would, be able, would have to be, able to, to be able to say that. The average person, that's not what we're holding. Uh, the, the keenest which talk about the human sorrows, we, you know, we can relate to. You know, we, can, we can sort of get into that and a person can shed a tear, etc. Um, but the, the ones that talk about Mikdush, if we want to be honest, we're, we're, not, we're not holding there. So what's the Lakuta of, of, of Karbonus, maybe, that, which would give us a window into it? Maybe there's a way to bring it down more into our reality. Uh, the the, 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 the Rabbeinu Yarna has a saber called Shari Avoida. Uh, so the Shari Avoida primarily talks about, the first part of it talks about the Hakobos uh, Karbonus. And what were the different thoughts that a person had when they were marked before Starts out with the with the Bible's, Everybody quotes like the first three three paragraphs talk about that the person has to believe in themselves and, and all their chashivas. And if you don't know your chashivas, so that's like that's, that's that's usually how far the quotes go from the Shari Avodah of, of the of the Ben Yerna. There's a longer reason describing the idea of the machshavas that a person has when he brings a korban, machshavas that the Kayan has. He's of the korban for the person. So I won't suggest, and I'm going to say it in my own words, and maybe I'm overstating it a little bit, but, you know, to dramatize it a little bit, right? But the way he describes it is the following. One of the questions which people have in the world of the Council of the Carbonus, they deal with, like, how, in our world, which we are, we are such animal lovers, protection, animal rights, etc., uh, how do you explain Carbonus? So if you look at the Benayana, the Benayana describes a person's Emotional attachment to the animal. An animal is very similar to a human being. It has it has it has a life. It has fears. It, is, it has contentment. It parallels human being very much, and a person therefore feels very connected to the, to the animal. Push it, you, 
it, it's, it, the, the, the foundation of a concept of the Korban is because you look at animals as being so secondary, not, no shaykhs to you, that's not the way they have a Korban. So it's bad, so what you want to do is you want to bring yourself to the Mizbeach. You want to remark yourself on the Mizbeach to Kaddish Baruch But you can't do that. So you take that which is most closest to you and dear to you, and you, you feel the emotions of the idea of life and death taking place in it as if you're feeling it as if it happened to you. And that's how you're Makar Vakorban. So you need the animal lover to be the right person to bring Makar Vakorban. God thinks animal, eh. So he doesn't get to, out of the Korban what the Korban is supposed to give you. Korban is an opportunity that a human being is giving themselves over to Kodesh Baruch But we can't do that. My sugar Allah Shalom. So they grew up in the shtetl, so they were very impoverished like everybody else in the shtetl. Um, so sh- summer they used to have, you know, they, there was a river nearby, so they could catch fish and they had fish. In winter the river was frozen, there was no fish. So they had no meat, they, had no meat. they, didn't, they couldn't afford chicken, they couldn't afford meat. They, Shabbos was, was bread and, and kartoffel, and weekdays was kartoffel and bread. It was basically the, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a Russian, Russian song I used to, my, my, there's this Russian Jewish song about, you know, Zontuk bulbas, bulbas are potatoes in Russian. Montuk bulbas. Okay, that was that was uh, when did they have flesh? They had flesh once a year. Sometimes. This is when did they have flesh? They owned a cow, so every year the cow would give birth to a calf. They would save the calf to Erepesov, and Erepesov, you know, her father would take it to the shayrit, and if it wasn't a trefer, they had meat for Pesov. If it was a trefer, then they didn't have it. But you understand that the kids have this calf in the house, so you play with the calf. So it's their playmate. So the father had to take the calf out very early in the morning. The, the, the day he would take it to Shechter, because otherwise the kids would have made such a hole like that they wouldn't be able to take the, kid, the, the calf to Shechter. They connected to this calf. That wasn't mean to the point that they refused the meat when the meat was on the, t- on the plate. <laughs> that not that far. Right? Right? They, the, the, the calf was their dama nefesh. In a certain sense. It was them. It was, it was part of who they were. She walks in one day and she sees that there's middle of the week and there's, there's a portion of meat on the table. She asks the mother, well, why hide? Says the Roman town had a, had a, had a yeshiva, so Bachar's people being attacked by them. The Bachar needs flesh to have craft to learn. Every week when he came, they had flesh for him, one portion of flesh for the Bachar, not for the family. But every week the Bachar came, they found some way to make sure that he had meat to eat because the Bachar needs. That was the thought process. He needs the protein of the meat. He needs the craft to learn. He needs meat. That was Damanefish. That was them. That, this is the calf. This is. I'm giving that matana to that, that they, support of Torah. That I give. It's so dear to me. I'm willing to give away my, my kids' food out of their mouth. That, that's basically what happens. But that the, the opportunity to give, that they can give over. The purpose of mikdash was to create a relationship that we want to be givers to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Mm-hmm. Our relationship to Kaddish Baruch Hu is, like, is, is challenging. 
we're takers, Betzim. We have nothing. We have nothing. And the Bershom is giving to us. So we're in a taking end. Even our tefillah, we use that concept as the vehicle. I'm coming to Sir Kaddish Baruch the Baruch Shabbalei, the So Bershom you know, I would like some das, and I would like some money, and I would like some health, and I would like some, I would like a lot of things. That's a Baruch Shabbalei. Um, I, I come in and I say, I, I want X, 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 Y, Z, A, B, C, F, D, F, G, I want. Where's the Vodash Right? How is that a Vodash Abelaid? So, so what can we give to Kodesh Baruch nowadays? We don't have Kabbalists. We're giving over our Mahus to Kodesh Baruch There's one thing we can give to Kodesh Baruch is our independence. We like to feel we are in control of our lives. We like to feel that we are the Gavra which makes things happen. We like to define, you know, we, we can do it. Rosh says, take that and give that to me. Tefillah is, I have no ability to get das without you. I'm a smart guy. No, you're not. You're nothing. I gave over that feeling of, I'm, I have the ability to deal with things. I have no ability to deal with that. I, I have nothing. Rich? Money? I don't have anything. Rosh gave it. Please give money. I, I'm, I'm giving over that feeling, this, this regrish. The terrace of Rom, Rabbi Rom Gradzinski, Shemikim Domoy, Shver, last Mashkech Sabatkin in Europe. In terms of Rom, talks about. The Gemara says in, in Sanhedrin, Athenius asks Rebbe, at what point in time does the Yitzhahara go in, in, into the child? So Rebbe said, Mishas Yitzhira. He says, Im kein bayat bi'im abayat say. So he says, okay, Mishas Yitzhira, when the child was born. So he said, the, the Yitzhahara comes to the child, if the Yetzirah would be in the child, so the child in the womb it would have a Yetzirah. The Yetzirah would convince the child to be part of the What's the sales pitch? The Yetzirah is coming to the child, right? Because I'll say, the Mormonita, that there's no Yarchikadim, he would say, I want to go back to Yarchikadim. There's no time a person is in their life but to have good like they have other Bimeyimites. They have the ability to see myself on They're fully taken care of. They're warm. They're secure. They're everything, they have everything. If they go, if they kick out, they die. They're not ready to live yet. So the sales pitch to the answer comes and says, "Okay, listen. You have everything wonderful over here. It's perfect. If you go out, you're going to die. Let's go. Don't worry. They're going to. You're going to listen. What's the sales pitch? What are you, what is, what's his are offering? He's offering one thing: independence." And we're here, you're, this, somebody else is giving you everything, you have nothing of your own. The Nachash comes to Adam and says, instead of the Russian giving to you, you're going to be God. You're going to be in control of your destiny. You're going to be the one who's your day type You're going to make decisions. They're going to be good decisions. You're going to make, choose good. But you get to choose. As opposed to living in a world where it's black and white. You're the boss. You're killer team. You're the one who's in charge. That's the primordial Yitzhahar. That's the primary Yitzhahar that we have. 
we want to feel that we live in control of our lives. We have to feel that we are the Balabas. And that Yetzirah would, would convince a person to do the stupidest things in the world. You go over to, I mean, we, we see it in many different ways. Right? You go to a teenager who says, you know, don't do this. Says, you know, you would have told me to do it, I wouldn't have done it, it's stupid to do it. But now that you told me, I'm going to do it. Just to show you, you can't tell me what to do. Right? We've experienced that ourselves. We experienced that, you know, in, in our Talmudim, etc., our kids. Right? What's the Yetzirah of that? What's the sales pitch? You can say, I know it's bad. I know it's stupid. But just to show you that I'm not dependent on you. So the biggest challenge we have in life is that, that, that act of total submission to Kodesh Baruch The Goyen, I think, is saying this. The Goyen says in, in Mishlei that the, the tachas of Kol Tarkula is that a person should have mitachem. That Roshan's goal, the purpose of the Torah is that we should not be talking about the Kodesh Baruch So, be talking things are going to work out good, that's not what he means. Be talking means that you understand that there's somebody in control. And you have no power over your life. You're totally in his hands. You're on a bus, and there's a driver, and you have no control of where he's going, how fast he's going, what, what route he's taking, what he's doing along the way, you have no control over anything. And you, you're still bus driver yourself, so you say, I should take that route, I should do this. You have all these suggestions, he ignores you totally. And he's taking the stupidest route, it doesn't make any sense. And you want to tell him, he says, no, 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 I'm in charge. It's irritating. But that's life. The version of we, you know, the Barsha really should have made me smarter and give me more money and I'd look more good looking. I'll I, I, I is how life should have been. Barsha says, no, no, no. I want you to be totally happy and comfortable with the fact that I'm in charge. I love you. I know what's best for you. And I'm going to give it to you whether you like it or not. And you should be in a state of enjoying that. You should feel the, the Russians embrace and his love and his care and just feel enveloped in that reality. The Russian said, don't eat from Eitzadas. But it makes so much sense, because it gives me, I'm, I'm in the driver's seat now. It gives me a feeling of existence. My best don't exist. And my most basic need is to feel that I exist. When I'm the one in charge, I feel like I exist. The Russian says, you're making a mistake. When you connect to me, you exist. As much as you think that you're the one in charge, you don't exist. And that's the shock of Atari. person walks into Mikdash, the person was mocked over What he was saying is, I have nothing, I, I'm giving over my whole being to Kodesh Baruch. Everything that I have is his. I'm taking this animal which I like, is dear to me, reminds me of myself, and I'm saying, Rosh, I can't, I can't physically, give, but I'm giving over everything to you. You learn Yira. Year is an awareness of how limited a human being is with the Kodesh Baruch. He's buried a shvel of a failure. That you're nothing in front of a Kodesh Baruch. But is that the end? The Ramam says no. And the Bershom, as it were, in that relationship, loves you so much that he's willing to connect to you this, this buried shvel of a failure. He loves you and he cares about you. 
and he's there for you every single second of your life. And the Russian put it in your world, it's not obvious. And your avoda is to learn to, to know that and love it. Mikdash was the vehicle that we were given a siyata deshmaya to learn that and absorb that. But that's the right that but what do you do when there's multiple generations of Shalom Lishma? What happens then? So Russian takes away the Shalom Lishma. Because we have to get to the world of Lishma. He uses it to describe what happened in Russia. <clears throat> generation after generation of Shalom Lishma. People think that's what everybody did. That's what the Bobby did, the Zaydi did. Russian says, no, 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 I'm going to take all that away. There's nobody, you're not going to do that anymore because that's what the Bobby did, the Zaydi did. You do it because you really want it. And there was Yechidi Yechidim out of the middle of nowhere started serving the Kodesh Because we can't continue like this. The verse says, I'm going to take away all the Shalom Yishma. The biggest Shalom Yishma in a certain sense that we ever had that gave us this, that we didn't absorb it, was Mikdash. So the Jumeirah says the Russian is going to take away the Mikdash. He's not going to take away the Mikdash. He's, he might burn the Mikdash. There's Malachim and Shemayim which control water. We know their names. And we know how to mashviyah them with, with the crisis of how mashviyah them. Medr says so. We're going to we'll force them to give us water to put out the fire. You, we're looking at the mikdash. All you said mikdash is that human beings them over, 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 over to the water. And they're saying no, no. We're going to control the mikdash. We're going to control the malachim and shemayim. Make sure that we have the mikdash. Medr says I don't want you. You don't deserve mikdash in there because you misunderstand what mikdash is. Mikdash is not about you being in control. Mikdash is about the exact opposite of that. But this is about the human being gives over their self to Kodesh Baruch. They trust, recognize that they're not the one who's in control. And they're comfortable with that. They're happy about that. And they, really, they, they respect that. I said this mushal over, over here a few years ago. I don't remember how many years ago. So if you don't mind the chazar. I, I understand the going like this. Imagine... Yeah, once, once I took a public speaking course from Ravavi Shulman and he said don't use Mashal about kings because nobody knows what a king is nowadays so it's a bad Mashal I'm not taking his advice because this Mashal requires a king picture you live in a world where you have a king who has the power of life and death we, you know, we don't relate to such a concept king of life and death he's a loving king intelligent wealthy beyond the tremendous resources in his country. And he loves his people. And he made himself, makes himself available to, every, to the members of the, of the, of the society, the his citizens, that you can make an appointment to meet with the king, and he will block off time, he will focus only on you. Three-hour block, he focuses only on you. You can set your issues, he'll give you advice, he'll give you resources, etc person signs up, obviously it takes months to get there, and he's anticipating days, he's very scared. He walks in, he's enveloped with the king's interest in love. Focuses on him. This very powerful being, very powerful individual, intelligent, wise, not knowledgeable, rich, is focusing only on him. The, the, the emotion that one has at that point in time is called security. I feel totally secure. I'm in the hands of this powerful being who's taking care of me and giving me everything that I need. That's me talking. Is that feeling of being totally enveloped in the Kodesh Baruch Hu's I'm secure. 
So the Goyen says, that's the mitzvah Hashem Kais was supposed to learn by Yisrael Mitzrayim that the Bershom is pushed, t- enveloping us in his, in his arms. But the Goyen says, right, that the, the, the Rukhaim Mital quotes from the Rizal that the practice of that is Lusachmud. That concept is Anoichi. The Lamaisa is Lusachmud. While you're sitting with that king, your neighbor, you know, the keeping up with the, with the Coneses, right, comes by with the latest car. What's your reaction? I'm happy for him. I forgive him. Whatever. I'm so comfortable and happy where I am. I'm happy for you too. There's no competition anymore because I'm so comfortable where I am. When you could take the and really live it, that's Lusachman. So Lusachman is the misper of ten that the result. It's called all the other Sarsadibus. Translating that into Lamaisa, the test, that's the test. I find the task difficult. Kliyakar. Don't check with the Kliyakar. Yeah. I was a fly you know. Don't check with him, but the Gemara says, Tayagnitis. But David, he don't get out. In the Yudal, there are Ben Adam, 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 Ben means everything is in Sadam Yechia. Zatrumban, Hathorekhumarcha, the verse is not being mitzabi you to love your neighbor like yourself. He's mitzabi to 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 be maestro from your libai, midas hakina. That you should want for the other person what you want for yourself. You should want to get the same atlock and Aisha and Bonin covered as you want for yourself. Hathorekhumarcha is the mitzvah of living with the clarity of Lusachman, I'm happy for you just as much as I'm happy for myself. That's the root of the Ram the Khaver, but that's the root of it on the Lokan. That's the whole Yusoy, that's the Lamaisa. It's the same mitzvah. Rikiva's Hathakamarko is is the Gloma going to Lusachman. It's the Ramban's saying that it's Lusachman. It's a world where we live in a Kurdish whose arms and we have such a clarity that we live in his in his arms that we feel it's so it's so wonderful. That we're happy with that. What does he say? It's a tachas kolturkula. He says. So the king says, "Okay, you're about to leave my, my office. And you go out there, and it's really hard to keep this regish. So I'm going to give you a list of do's and don'ts that I want you to do, which will remind you of this emotion that, I, that you've had over here. And you will hold on to that feeling of security. Stay away from this. Do that, etc." They're going to say, Tachos of the whole Torah is, we should absorb that lesson. Har Sinai was that moment where the whole world ended, there's nothing but a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and you're living in a Kodesh Baruch Hu's presence. 
and hold on to it. Do this, don't do that. Kaiser and Lindbergh had the same problem. Medrash says, Cholik is four sheets, Medrash. At what point in time the Kaiser will do the Chet, start contemplating Chet Egel? 39 days, they were Bemuna. 40th day, they were Chet Egel. First sheet. So she says, no. 29 days, days Bemuna. 11 days, they were already contemplating Chet Egel. Last 11 days, they were already wavering Chet Egel. One day, Bemuna, 39th, Dr. Mayor, Tachas the Chupa, they're already contemplating Chet Egel. The Mayor. Tliyat so I suggest it like this. One of the biggest challenges you have with people about Chuba. How do you come about Chuba? Because you think about it and you realize that this is the end. So in a certain sense, what's happening is there's a, a, a religion out there, there's Torah, and you are sitting in judgment if you think Torah makes sense or not. So you're the you're the, the one on top on top. And looking downwards and deciding. So when you keep doing, you keep mitzvahs, who are you serving? Your wonderful intelligence. You decide it's a good idea. You're not serving God. You're not giving yourself to go over to God's world. You decided it's a good idea. So you're doing what you think is right because you think it's right. It's all about you. You're the, you're the wonderful intellect which decides what's right and wrong for mankind and you're following your intellect. Term makes zero sense. You do it anyway, because that's what God said. Now you're serving Kodesh Baruch Hu, not yourself. The challenge of Matan Torah is that Kaiser came to the Hakorah that's the right thing to do. So when I can change it, I can think otherwise. I can think, I just have Kata Egel. So there's a, there's a mashu of Kata Egel at that moment. There wasn't a total masir of themselves over to Kodesh Baruch Hu. And that's Klaiso's grappling with this issue. We all grapple with this issue. Aramavina was going to be the person who's the foundation of Klaiso. The Bershom Badafka tests him with things which make no sense to him. Because is it about you? Is it about your chesed? Is it about your thought process? You came to the Bershom or is it about me? He became the source of Klaiso because he gave over his being to the world. So what is a, where did Abram live? What type of world did he live in? He lived in a world where Kodesh Baruch was totally present for him every second. He felt the Russian's presence, the warmth, the kindness. So now he's Valchesed, because he lives with the Russian shining his smile at him all the time. Russian was real to him. Russian was give, giving him everything in the world. Everything which, a Russian's kiss. Getting up in the morning, you, you, put, you moved your foot, Russian gave you a kiss. You, Put in your, you're able, you put in your clothing, the Russian gave you clothing. Everything was the Russian embracing him. So of course you're going to be off acid. Because he took himself out of the picture. It's not a, I'm not the one that, there's a, there, it's not me, clearly not me. It's the Russian taking care of me. It's wonderful, it's sweet, it's, 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 it's gishmak. That was the tikkun for the fact of Aramarishan. Aramarishan is in Ganeiden. Everything he's given, he's given Ganeiden. But he wanted one thing he can't have. He wanted he should be the one in charge. We've grappled with this our lives, throughout our lives. 
this process of bitachin on the kaddish baruch. Yeah, it's bitachin when things are working out good. It's bitachin. It's not working out bitachin. Bitachin is not. It should be. I, it's not. It's not that I'm happy. You know, it's bad. It's that I trust the one whose hands I'm in. To the point that I'm totally b'menucha. The Chabad Ovis says that the bitachin is menuchas hanefesh. Like in, in, in Shara Bitochen, the first parak is, let's, tra- let's it's, a, it's, it's two lines long. Let's give a sentence to describe what Bitochen is. Bitochen is the menuchas hanefesh of a boteach on the one he's boteaching. I'm totally, I'm, I'm totally comfortable because I'm in your hands. I'm in good hands with all things. Several of this recent yeshiva, um, in the 70s, so one, one day Yid shows up to Yeshiva by us. Rosh Hashanah Yid. Many years of the communist regime. Went to Eretz for a little bit. Eventually he wasn't reached the point where he couldn't live, by, live in Eretz by himself anymore. He had grandchildren in, in Cleveland who were not from him. And he came to live by his grandchildren. Shabbos, he didn't want to be by his grandchildren. Mechal was Shabbos. He used to come to Yeshiva for Shabbos. So one, one Shabbos he shows up in Yeshiva, nobody knows where he was. And he got, some, I don't know how he knew about Yeshiva or how he came. And he used to come every, come on every, come on every Shabbos he came to Yeshiva. It wasn't a galer to Yid. He used to sit and say, tell him, well, the Shabbos, he used to tell us, you know, you give Kodesh Baruch the meat and the potatoes, I give him the, the desserts. He would get the brother of the flesh and the, the, the kartoffel, and I'd give him the, the nachshbaz. My, my tell him is like, that's the dessert, the Kodesh Baruch dessert. You know, they used to say Sweet man. During World War One, he was in the city of Minsk. Minsk was was under martial law at the time. Food was given up by ration. The Mir Yeshiva came. One point they were they, they were in the city of Minsk. They didn't have ration cards. He, he and his he and his father-in-law were bakers. And they were delivering a wagon of bread. And somebody asked, uh, so they, the Bakram saw, you know, they asked him to get, get some bread. And uh, the needs bread, they gave him bread, even though it was giving up bread without rations, it was punishable by death. Right? But the so Bakram needs bread. So the Bakram says, you know, they have a whole Hebra that needs food. Where are you? It was the middle of the night, they came, to, they came with a wagon load of bread, covered over all the things, and nobody should know about it. The whole time that they were in, Mince, they risked their life every single night to provide the bread for the bakr. This story came out after he was nifted. One Shabbos, he used to take, you know, he used to take the food from the, the dining room back to his, he had like a, a little room where he, where he stayed in, there was no refrigerator in the room. He used to put the food out and let his, took some liver, spoiled, he ate the liver in the afternoon, got, developed a high fever. He'd get in his 90s. He was delirious. So called ambulance. Sent him to the hospital. He didn't speak, he didn't speak a word of English. So one of the bakram who spoke, Hesa spoke Yiddish, went with him. So they get to the hospital, and the hospital asks, Does he have insurance? Frazikhakite, but the, the bakram didn't, you know, he might know Yiddish, but like, that's a sophisticated word for his, you know. It's just, you know how to say it. So he knew it had something to do with Pitochen. So, you know, the, the Hebrew word is bituach. The man was delirious, he said. He was like, he, he had no idea what he was. Nu vuden. That's what we're aiming for. 
that in the inner core of the person, he's delirious. Because very early around the world, this is a person who stayed through him under the, 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 the communist regime for, for, for 40 years. This person risked his life to give a, give a piece of bread to Yeshua Bakr. The Russian was real to him. The Vesemitish is what gave, made the Russian real in the sense that we lived with the cl- clarity and sh- of the sh- surety and security of his presence. The Russian took that away from us. And we miss it so much. And we all miss that. We all pine for that. That I wish the Russian was more real to me. So when you say the Tishra, when you say Kinas, what you're saying, Russian, I miss the fact that you were real once upon a time. And I felt your presence and I felt the security and, uh, and the warmth of that presence. And I don't feel it so much right now. Can you please give it back? And I think that's something which we can relate to. When you sit on Tisha B'Av, when we talk about the, the Mikdash and the beauty of the Mikdash and the message of the Mikdash, etc., deep down what we're saying is, Worship, I want that. I want to, to sit and bask in your presence.